You're listening to This Week in South Baltimore, brought to you by SouthBmore.com. How you doing? Nate Carper here, joined by Kevin Lynch, and welcome back to another episode of This Week in South Baltimore. It's the middle of October here in 2020, and you get that little nip in the air, a little chill. You know fall is here. Halloween just around the corner. We got a lot going on. Kevin's going to fill us in with all the new happenings about what's happening around the neighborhood and get everybody caught up to speed on that. So first and foremost, of course, I'm joined by Mr. Captain, President, CEO, Executive President of SouthBmore.com. Hope that was enough titles for you. But it's Kevin Lynch. How are you, Kev? I'm doing really good. It's good to good to be back on the podcast. A lot to cover today, so excited to be back. Awesome, awesome. There sure is, and I'm going to let you get started in just a sec. So, everybody, um, we've got a lot of openings out there with businesses in the community. So, Kev, fill us in with all those new openings happening right now. Yeah, really a, a ton of business openings to get to, which is really quite incredible when you think about the, the COVID 19 pandemic that's still going on and kind of the the predictions of how it would affect small business. And certainly we, we're seeing a lot of positive in South Baltimore, which is great. So a lot of openings to get to. Uh, first one we're going to talk about is at 838 East Ford Avenue, the former Rollo's and Big Maddie's diner space. That's getting taken over by the local oyster. This is a, uh, a local company which has a sister company, Chesapeake True Oyster Company. They have their own oyster farm. They have a, a great oyster bar at Mount Vernon Marketplace, which is a, you know like a, a market, kind of has a, a cross street mar- old school cross street market feel to their, their concept. You got the, the draft beers, you got oysters on the half shell, you got, you got steamer. So they're, they're bringing really just a, a quintessential Baltimore bar to this spot that's on the border of Riverside and Locust Point, where you're going to, you're going to be able to get steamers. You're going to be able to get raw oysters, crab cakes, uh, not going to be fancy, just, just a nice Baltimore bar with some, some really good local seafood. Uh, this comp, this is a, a partnership by Nick Shawman and Patrick Hudson, who kind of lead up the local oysters. So, uh, they're working on that and they're, they're hoping to open in the spring. And, you know, they have another location in Virginia as well. They have a, a, a more higher end restaurant called uh, Chesapeake true oyster company, which is at Whitehall mill. And, um, and I guess that's Hamden. So, it, you know, that restaurant's more of a, a sit down restaurant, same quality of food at all the restaurants, but this is, this is more casual. So I know a lot of people will be excited for that. Um, two businesses, coming to the 1100 block of Charles Street and Federal Hill, uh, two businesses with an in- interesting relationship here. First, we have Dolceology, which is a Latin American bakery by two sisters, Alejandra and Nicole Leva. They both grew up in El Salvador before moving to America. Um, and a big part of this bakery is a cookie called Alfiores, which have an interesting history. They, they kind of started in Northern Africa and they made their way to Spain. And then from Spain, they they traveled to you know Central and South America. Became a, a popular cookie down there. It's kind of a, a shortbread cookie with with a nice cream filling. They have all all different types of alfores at at Dolce Algae. They have other cool items like sweet empanadas, tres leches, which is is a cool cake that means three milks in Spanish. They have eclairs, so uh, really cool, really well designed. Really well decorated bakery there at a bright filled corner there at uh, West West Street and Charles Street and Federal Hill. So stop by and check them out. An interesting story here. Their contractor on that project, Arnaldo Uloa, uh, was working on the project, came to love Federal Hill and decided, you know what? I want to open my own spot, too. He's had um, a catering business called Don Julio's Kitchen for the past 12 years. He saw the spot. 
um, right next door and he's opened a business. It's called the Latin spot. Uh, they do a fusion of American classics like cheese steaks and wings. And then they also do uh, a lot of Latin favorites like quesadillas and tacos and carne asada. Um, it's going to be mostly, mostly a carryout shop. They're going to have late night hours. So uh, yeah, Ulo was very excited to uh, be in the neighborhood and uh, fell in love with the place while I was working here. And so now we have two uh, Latin American themed businesses and adjacent storefronts that have, that have opened on Charles Street and Federal Hill. Uh, here's a lease that um, I'm kind of excited about is uh, Fulton Bank has taken over the former Unleashed by Petco space. That's at such a prime corner at 1100 Light Street. It's at the corner of Light Street and East Cross Street. This is a 3,600 square foot space. You know, it's a bank, but, you know, such a prime corner. And, you know, you worry when a, a national company like Petco goes out of business, are they going to continue paying that lease for many years and keep that space vacant? But fortunately, that vacancy is going to be over. Fulton Bank will get into that spot. And clearly, you, you know, you're seeing that prime location is somewhere where uh, banks want to be as at that the opposite corner you have. Bank of America across the street. You have M&T Bank, so clearly uh, big banks want to be in such a high traffic area like Light Street and Cross Street. So it's good to see that space filled. Uh, you know, certainly a, a busy corner. So Fulton Bank will be the, the newest tenant at that space. That space uh, at one point in time was was a Quiznos, had a, a Curves, which was a gym, had a sign company. So it's good to see uh, new life for that space, which was once part of a, a big Rite Aid building. Also part of that former Rite Aid building is the uh, the Dunkin' Donuts next door. Uh, moving over to Pigtown, Milk and Honey Market has opened at 906 Washington Boulevard, part of the Bathhouse Square project. Really cool space, takes over a former firehouse. So it's got really tall ceilings, exposed brick, uh, concrete floors. They have this glass garage door that opens up at the front facade, really brings a lot of light and air into the space. And uh, Vagrant Coffee, which is accompanied by Josh Dew and Jared Kate. They have a uh, coffee catering business. They also have uh, some other cafes. So they, they bought into uh, Milk and Honey Market. So now they're the owners of Milk and Honey Market, which now has this Pigtown location. They also have the location in Station North. Uh, they also purchased Three Bean Coffee, which will become Vagrant Coffee. That's on Key Highway and Federal Hill. Uh, they're working on opening a roastery in Station North. They got a couple locations in the works in Philadelphia. So Josh Tu and Jared Kate are really hustling and and definitely check out their new location in Pigtown. You know, they got all kinds of different uh, drip coffees and espressos, a, a cool lunch and breakfast menu. And, uh, you know, they're interested in maybe expanding this space in the future, maybe get a a beer, wine, or liquor license, uh, maybe adding some some nighttime hours and some some live music. So really cool space. They said it's been an instant success in Pigtown. It's great to see uh, Pigtown get amenities like this, a really high-end coffee shop. And uh, clearly the, the neighborhood has reacted strongly to it. So uh, best of luck to Milk and Honey. They're, they're off and running and uh, they seem to love it in Pigtown so far. And then um, a, a former industrial complex in Locust Point is, is getting some new life. This is the uh, former Egan Marine Contracting uh, Complex at 1000 Key Highway East. Most recently, it was the home of uh, Weller Development, which is the development team behind the Port Covington project. And, uh, you know, there's an office building at the front of this property. And then in the back, there's these old garages that Egan Marine used to use. So we have two new gyms that uh, have opened in these garages. One of those is Capacity Fitness. Uh, this is by trainer Hugh Green. He's a personal trainer. He's a former college football player. And he's been a CrossFit coach. So at, at Hughes Gym, 
you know, it's going to be a lot of hit training, high interval intensity training, functional fitness. They have uh, group training classes. They have open gym. There's really a lot of mix of uh, cardio and strength training in there. So uh, he was open and uh, it's a cool location. You know, it's it's right on the water. You got parking. So both these gyms can kind of do an indoor outdoor routine. So uh, he was open and uh, just two bays down is body and rhythm training, which is this is by Matt Swiger. He's a graduate of Towson University where he majored in exercise science. Uh, he's been a trainer at the Baltimore Country Club for the last 12 and a half years. So Swagger offers one-on-one training sessions or, or group training sessions for up to four people. He works with clients so they can meet particular goals and objectives. He also helps clients work back from injuries, work through biomechanical issues, and offers a golf fitness training class, which he's really excited about. He also does virtual classes. So uh, really cool to see uh, these former garages uh, turn into a little bit of hub of fitness. Uh, Obviously, with everything going on in the world these days, wellness and fitness are, are super important. So South Baltimore has two new gyms and fitness businesses open and uh, make sure to uh, learn more about them and check them out. Um, I guess the opposite of fitness is uh, ice cream, but we all love ice cream. And obviously, uh, life is about balance. So um, the third new ice cream shop has opened in Federal Hill. Taharka Brothers has opened at Cross Street Market. They take over the former stall that was the sweet shop that closed in recent months. And Taharka Brothers, they, they manufacture their ice cream in, in Baltimore. They have, they have several other locations. Uh, they have a lot of creative flavors and uh, certainly a, a good cone of ice cream goes well with so many of the different options across street markets. So Taharka Brothers is open. They, they join what's becoming a, uh, a crowded field of ice cream shops in Federal Hill as the Charmery is already opened. Uh, Moo Moo Cows is already opened. Be More Licks is coming soon. And now you have Taharka Brothers. So really a great lineup of ice cream shops in Federal Hill. And Taharka Brothers is is now part of that lineup serving, serving ice cream. Uh, moving over to Holland's Market, uh, uh, the actual market underwent a renovation. You know, with this renovation, they added some new natural light with uh, all these new windows. They uh, they added some new common seating areas. They have a new bar inside. So big facelift of the exterior. So the market is back open and they have uh, new businesses such as Holland's Poultry, the Dancing Potato. And then there's a bar in Holland's Market called The Backyard. And they have a new concept inside Holland's Market. This is a, a, a bar and grocery store concept where you can sit at the bar and have a drink bring it throughout the market. You can also get some kind of boutique grocery items, but you can also uh, buy beer and wine and things like that to go. So this uh, project of Holland's Market, they took over what's called the, the shed of Holland's Market, which is the one-story part of the building. They have about three three to four more stalls they like to fill. Uh, they're look, uh, Baltimore Public Markets. They're looking to get fresh seafood in there. They'll, they're interested in a bakery, maybe a pop-up space. And then returning businesses that are back are Eddie's Lunch, LNR Produce, Lauman's Meats, Mike's Breakfast and Lunch, Taste of the Orient, and MT Bank. So exciting to see Holland's Market back open. Uh, there is a, a large part of the market called the Head House, which is a two story building that used to have a, it still does have a basketball court on the second floor. So they closed off the Head House from the shed at this point. And they're going to do some improvements to the Head House. And they're kind of really, uh, Baltimore Public Markets is really open to some different ideas for this space. You know, could it be somebody's office? Could it be an event space? Could it be a big restaurant? Could it be, you know, some kind of community space? So they're they're going to invest some money into the space, get it get it improved a little bit, and then they're going to, you know, reach out to the the business world and and see what ideas there are. So hopefully that'll be a nice anchor business for for Holland's Market when that's done. And one of the goals of Baltimore Public Markets had for this Holland's Market is kind of see the energy of Holland's Market really spread into the adjacent. Storefronts. So, so one business that recently opened is 
England Eatery at 31 South Arlington Street. And owner Asia England did say she's very excited about the New Holland's Market. Now, her new cafe, um, she described it as comfort food with a twist. She, she has a lot of seafood dishes. Uh, she does Taco Tuesdays with uh, you know fish tacos and shrimp tacos. And uh, Asia followed her passion. She worked in corporate sales for many years and uh, was always uh, making dishes for potlucks and for friends. And they encouraged her to uh, open her own restaurant one day. And now she's done it. She's working with her kids at England Eatery. And uh, she's open and uh, said it's been a, a great success so far. And uh, another business in Holland's Market is Sofusion, which is opened at 6 South Poppleton Street. This is a little bit farther east. This is really in the midst, in the mix with all the uh, University of Maryland Biopark buildings. Uh, this is a, uh, a two-story building, and uh, this is by owner Denise Butts. Uh, she's teamed up with her sister, Kimberly Kirby. They were both really inspired by their late mother, who was really into cooking. They, they loved her, her food growing up, and so they've, they've opened this cafe, and they, they formerly had Campbell's Cafe, which is in Sandtown, Winchester, so they've relocated it to Holland's Market. And their menu is a, it's a combination of Southern American dishes, but also Jamaican dishes. They worked with uh, Jamaican chef Andrew Levy on the menu, and uh, they're now open. They're hoping to you know, get some catering contracts with all the offices and businesses around them, and they're, they're excited about their new location and uh, want you to come by and check it out. Uh, moving back to the South Baltimore Peninsula, three salons have opened. Uh, two opened at the Vision Complex in Federal Hill at 12 West Montgomery Street. One of those is, is Hughes on Hanover, which is more of a salon, and then Sam's Cuts, which is more of a barbershop. And then Salon RX has opened at 1442 East Ford Avenue. This is the former home of Earthshake, which was a, a juice bar that was there. So that space has been vacant for more than a year. Now Salon RX is in there, and uh, you can get your, your haircut there as well. And then Bandito's, which is one of the popular bars in Federal Hill. Uh, their sister restaurant is Wayward Smokehouse, which has already opened a second location at the Avenue of White Marsh. Well, Bandito's is following suit. They're also opening a second location in White Marsh at, at that same complex, the Avenue. And uh, so, yeah, they're uh, seeing some success there out in Baltimore County, and they're looking to double down. So uh, definitely a, a growing of that, that business group. Uh, another interesting business is uh, Solo Focaccia has launched out of Locust Point. This is a, a home-based pop-up business. Uh, the owner likes to remain anonymous, but he started doing a lot more baking during the, the quarantine. He's got an Italian mother, uh, so that he grew up loving focaccia. His father uh, loved baking, so he started making friends and family a lot of focaccia during all this downtime of the, the quarantine and COVID-19. And uh, they told him, why don't you start selling your focaccias? And, and that he's done. He's uh, partnering with local businesses on pop-ups. He's selling his focaccia is online, uh, several different flavors. So uh, if you, you want to try some, you know, Italian and Sicilian bread, definitely definitely hit up Sola Focaccia. They've uh, generated a lot of business from their Instagram account. Uh, the 7-Eleven on Key Highway there in Locust Point, uh, the, the building they're in used to also have a Quiznos, and that was that was vacant. Uh, it was up for lease. Well, 7-Eleven has decided they were going to expand into their site, into that former Quiznos site. So now 7-Eleven is bigger. They've they've added more coolers and more uh, more shelves to get things at 7-Eleven. So 7-Eleven now has a, a bigger footprint there on Key Highway that eliminates uh, one of the vacant storefronts in the area. And then Pop Tacos, uh, a, a popular fusion of kind of Korean and Tex-Mex food. They had been closed during the entirety of the COVID-19 pandemic so far, but they are back open. So you can stop in there and get some, some really good tacos and uh, Korean dishes. So uh Definitely check them out. So much business news to, to run through this week. And uh, 
that capped it for openings. Well, that's great to hear, Kev. So many openings happening around the neighborhood and around South Baltimore. That's just great to hear. Um, obviously, you know, we have some closings coming up, but um, anything else you want to add to that before we move on? Yeah, it really just is exciting to see so many new business. It's really a testament to the to the neighborhood. We have so many supportive customers. Uh, we, we, we've created such a, a great area that just supports small business. And obviously, we have so many great entrepreneurs that are they're willing to take the risk and open these business in such an uncertain time. And it's just so exciting. And I think when, when you see everything going on with this pandemic, I think we're seeing a trend where a lot of people are looking to relocate to lesser expensive cities as, as a lot of people can work remote now. So it seems like there's some nice momentum for South Baltimore. When you look at the real estate market, you look at all these new businesses and uh, hopefully it continues. It's so great to see. We just have a few closings, right? That we need to, to talk about. Yeah, we never love to see any business close. So one of those that's closing in, in Locust Point at McHenry Row is Rev Cycle Studio, who still has a location open at Brewers Hill. But unfortunately for Rev, really tough sledding for them as as restrictions with this current pandemic. They've been kept to uh, less than 50% capacity, which is tough because if you're in the class, you have to be on a bike. So really, really tough for Rev, who's been in, in Locust Point for a good while, but unfortunately, uh, they will be leaving. But if you still love their their classes and their product, you can still check them out in Brewers Hill. And then Power Plant at the Inner Harbor loses two anchor business, Barnes and Noble, which was just a, a gigantic, uh, very cool bookstore. They are closing, and then Dick's Last Resort, which is a, a restaurant and power plant that had a a floating dock where you could have some some drinks and food outdoors, closes. So Power Plant loses two businesses that take up a really big footprint. So hopefully the Cordish uh, Group, who owns Power Plant, hopefully they can um, you know get those spaces filled and, and and bring some new life into Power Plant. So we never like to see any. Any closings, but uh, hopefully the Cordish companies will be able to fill those with some exciting stuff and uh, breathe some new life into the Inner Harbor. Thank you, Kev. Appreciate that update. And now to more development. I know we have some real estate updates you would like to share. Sure. So the apartment boom continues in downtown. So we have uh, 50 new apartments that are coming to uh, the core of our city. Uh, 25 of these are coming to the old Baltimore Savings and Loan Building at 19 East Fayette Street. That's a project by developer Patrick Grace. And then another 25 units are coming to 211 St. Paul Place. This is a project by the Chase and Companies, which is doing a lot of these smaller, medium-sized apartment buildings around the city. So 50 new apartments coming to downtown Baltimore. Those are both former office buildings. So a a cool transformation there of those buildings. Uh, St. Mary Star of the Sea, which is a a Catholic church uh, in Federal Hill. They have this star that um, was put up in the late 1800s, and, and it became a, a landmark for uh, for mariners and mariner maps. Well, this this star uh, was knocked over during a windstorm uh, several months back, and they fundraised, uh, the Catholic community of South Baltimore has fundraised to uh, get the star reinstalled. So it's, it's back up, it's shining over South Baltimore, shining over the Inner Harbor, and uh, you know people who were donors and uh, members of the church uh, were able to uh, write letters and notes to put inside this star. It, if this ever happens again, because uh, last time that, you know, the, the star fell, they, they, they saw basically like a time capsule in there. So they were hoping to recreate that. So the star looking over South Baltimore's back, uh, moving down to Cherry Hill, there was a groundbreaking for the Middle Branch Fitness and Wellness Center. This is a $23.1 million, 35,000 square foot building, which is part of the redevelopment of Reedbird Park, which is really uh, the goal is to turn that into a regional park. It'll have a turf field three additional grass fields, uh, new paths, uh, basketball courts, a really, really cool park coming together there along Route 2. And uh, that, that'll take probably about a year, year and a half to see some 
some results there, but you know, it's a former landfill and they're, they're turning into a really high end park for, for athletics and for gathering. So exciting to see that move forward. Um, South Baltimore is getting another storage facility as beyond beyond self storage is coming to Carol Camden. They've purchased uh, several properties on the 1500 block of Ridgely street. They're going to construct a building that'll have 950 storage units. Uh, demo has become begun on that project. So we're see starting to see a lot of new storage projects. There's one coming to Well street, uh, store it all just opened at Pigtown. Uh, another one cube smart opened in, in Carol Camden. So, uh, certainly, uh, for all you people that have extra stuff, there's going to be a lot of places to, to store those those items. Uh, moving back to Locust Point, uh, the former International Longshoremen's Association AFL-CIO building at 1104 Hull Street. Uh, that's been purchased by Mitch Gold and Jim Chivers of Golden Company. They're going to renovate this building into a 4,500 square foot office building. You're also going to put a cool mural uh, facing the Under Armour campus on there. So a uh, cool project there, chance to get some new office users in there. The uh, the Longshoremen's Association, they relocated over to Dundalk in recent years. And then over to, to Solo Gibbs Park in Sharp Leiden Hall, they've been working on a, a master plan for that park over the last few years. This is a two and a half acre park, which is in the Sharp Leiden Hall neighborhood, right next to Otterbein, right next to M&T Bank Stadium and Camden Yards. So this new master plan uh, envisions uh, demolishing the uh, the school that's there, which is scheduled to close. As they do that, that'll create a bigger area for for gathering. Uh, it'll give you space to have a football field in there, uh, space for soccer. You're going to see some, some new pathways. Uh, they want to build a new recreation center on West Street, uh, move that from its current location along Leadenhall Street. So that'll be a, a much bigger 16,000 square foot recreation center. So this is a project that'll be done in phases, likely over about 10 years. But a, a couple of projects that'll happen immediately is the two tennis courts, which are on the northern section of the park. Those are going to get repaved by Baltimore City Recreation and Parks this fall. And then the Washington Capitals, uh, you know, a, a team based in a city, you know, about 30, 40 miles down the road. They are, they, they've taken an interest in urban uh, street hockey. So they have a proposal to take essentially two and a half basketball courts at Solo Gibbs Park. So they have a proposal to take the one that's underneath I-395 and turn that into a multi-purpose court where you can play street hockey. You can play uh, futsal, which is kind of like uh, court soccer. Uh, and then potentially it could be a basketball court as well. Um, so that they've put out this proposal to the community. It's a project they're ready to fund. And they're waiting to hear back if this is something the community wants. And if so, you could get a, a really cool place, which uh, could be for uh, several different uses and uh, you know have some cool Capitals logos on that. I know the Capitals are a Washington team, but uh, they seem to have a, a strong following in Baltimore. So I know people will be excited to see that. And then one other thing, the, uh, the Port of Baltimore, which uh, just continues to do so well, uh, importing and exporting cars and all kinds of goods into Baltimore. Uh, there's been a $3 million study launched by the state of Maryland and the Port of Baltimore to see how they can improve the, the navigation at the Seager Marine Terminal. A lot of big cargo ships coming in and out, so they're looking to make that more efficient. Awesome to see you know, everything that's happening. There's definitely a, a buzz around the neighborhood for sure. And that's, that's so awesome to see, you know, whether you're at, it's Locust Point here in Fed Hills, Riverside area, um, you know, and of course not with Pigtown and Holland's Market and everything coming back. That's just, uh, it's great to see all this positivity coming back for us. So more great things to come, I'm sure. And we'll keep everybody informed of that as everything develops. What about some other cool stories? You got some cool stories out there? Are we going to share some, uh, some of the cool things we've, you know, some cool dishes that we've tried? lately or yeah for sure so pizza de joey um which is a, a pizza shop in cross street market that's owned by joey vanoni who's a, uh, a local resident so they were named as one of the top 101 pizzerias in america by the daily meal 
they came in at number 80. So just a, an incredible achievement there by Pizza to Joey. Uh, stop in, get a get a New York slice, get a grandma slice, uh, get some Italian cold cuts. So it's a great honor there. And uh, Joey was telling me it's really increased uh, business. They've had people coming in from all over the region to try their pizza since getting that honor. So very cool. Another cool story, the Gold Street Power Plant was, was bought in recent months by Green Spring Realty Partners. And uh, one of the partners in that project is uh, David Berg. So he and his wife, Jody, donated this monument that was at the site. It's, a, it's an old cannon. It's a War of 1812 monument. So this was donated to the Society of the War of 1812 in Maryland. So the society, they're going to restore this monument and they're going to find a new place to put it. Um, they hope to keep it in Port Covington. So it's so very cool. We'll see where that monument ends up. Obviously, uh, if you're familiar with South Baltimore, you know, the War of 1812 uh, played a big role in, in this area and uh, kind of the uh, the future of the United States. So uh, the War of 1812 is obviously uh, really big around here. When you think of Fort McHenry, you think of Federal Hill and Riverside Park and some of these different places. So very cool to get a, another piece of history restored. Uh, Zero Fox is a, a company at the old Paps Castle there on Charles Street and Well Street. Uh, this company just continues to grow. They, they acquired a company called Cyvalence. This is a company out of Reston. So this allows them to, to keep a good DC presence with an with office in Reston. They'll also have their headquarters still in South Baltimore. This will grow their company about 400 employees. So uh, very cool. Uh, Zero Fox is one of the growing companies in South Baltimore that's doing great things. And we certainly look forward to following their growth and, and seeing them as a, a big part of South Baltimore. And a story that's not so cool, unfortunately, <laughs> Miss Twist, which is such a popular uh, ice cream truck around here, they actually have three trucks. One of their trucks uh, caught fire. Luckily, nobody was hurt. But uh, the cool part about this is a, a GoFundMe was started to help them fundraise to um, get another truck uh, back on the road. And th that GoFundMe has raised close to $3,000 at this point. So we wish the best for, for Miss Twist. Uh, we know we uh, still see them around. They still have a couple more trucks. Uh, they've opened a storefront there in uh, Essex. So uh, I know everybody's craving uh, one of their ice cream cones right now as well. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, Miss Twist has been dinner for our kids on uh, many nights over the summer when we don't know what to cook, don't know what to do. It's getting late. And all of a sudden, Miss Twist shows up out front. I'm like, ah, you know what? It's ice cream for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's there's no greater sound to a young kid's ears. Oh, my God. And they can pick it up from a, a mile away, if not longer, 10 miles away. They have that radar, that sonar hearing for the ice cream truck, for sure. Just say, awesome, Kev. Thank you for those updates. And um, most of them cool, only a couple not so cool. But um, let's talk about some of the great plates we've eaten around the neighborhood. How about that? There's always so much good food and to try around here. Yeah, there sure is. I'm, I'm sure if you follow me on social media, you know I'm a big pizza guy. So I, I got to try the grandma slice of pizza to Joey. Uh, grandma is kind of like a thinner uh, square Sicilian pizza with uh, the sauce on top. So pizza to Joey is now offering their grandma slice. Really good, uh, really great flavor. He's using his, uh, his grandmother's marinara recipe. Uh, very garlicky, uh, very good slice. Um, also got a, a pepperoni pizza at Zella's in Holland's Market. Just uh, really great ingredients, really tasty pizza. Uh, another great place to to get a pie around South Baltimore. And then uh, uh, the ahi tuna tacos at Wiley Gunter's. Uh, just terrific. Really, really great tuna. Almost tastes like uh, a bunch of mini uh, tuna hard tacos on the uh, tortilla shells they do there. So uh, really delicious uh, plates I've had around South Baltimore. To give Pizza to Joey more credit here for, you know, they're obviously a top 100 pizza around America. We recently tried their grandma's pizza as well. So uh, that's a new, going to be a new favorite to us as well in the neighborhood. But between that and, um, you know, some of that soup at Pop Taco, I'm excited for all the food that's going on, you know, and it'll be happening this fall and winter around the neighborhood. You know, shortage of things to eat for sure. So much food, so little time. 
Exactly. You know, need to make more time to eat more. <laughs> awesome, Cab. Well, thank you so much. And everybody, thank you all for tuning in and uh, appreciate you continuing to support the South Baltimore podcast. And uh, Kev's going to take us home here and round us out for this week in South Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, before we close out, I just want to thank some of our new sponsors. Uh, you know, I know so many people around the neighborhood love the site and it's only possible by the uh, the businesses that support us. So we'd love to thank Tabrizi's, uh, a great restaurant there at Harbor View. They're back open. Uh, Bumper Globe, uh, a great collision center there on on. Hanover Street in South Baltimore. They've added a uh, mechanic shop, so any any problem your car has, make sure to check them out. Uh, Body and Rhythm, that new gym we talked about in Locust Point. Uh, Hoodstock, a great event that will take place virtually uh, this Saturday. Uh, we thank them for support and we hope you support them as well. Upper Chesapeake Insurance Agency, that's uh, part of Erie. Uh, they continue to support us, we thank them for that. And then Stephen J. Tant Plumbing, a, a great local plumber and uh, if you have any needs with your house, water, hot air, uh, or heating and air, definitely definitely hit up Stephen J. Tan Plumbing. So we thank all of our sponsors uh, and our new sponsors, and it really helps uh, keep this operation going. So we thank them so much and uh, hope everybody has a, a great week in South Baltimore. You're listening to This Week in South Baltimore, brought to you by SouthBmore.com.